Welcome to Annette Adrift, the story of a cursed knight bound by honor to defend her kingdom from the ancient evil that threatens it. My name is Vigil, and I'll be your guide to the unforgiving realm of Valerius as the knight Aveline fights to forge a new legend. Remember, friends, that to survive this perilous journey, you must move with purpose, guard your soul, and always beware the darkness. The knight was stunned by the sight before her as the last remnants of the shadow beast faded into darkness. Obsidian armor cracked and shattered and homeless spears clattered to the floor. King Orleon, once so youthful and radiant, now lay bloodied and unconscious at the knight's feet. The bright white robes he first adorned as a symbol of hope were gray and tattered. The ruined clothes draped on his body like a shroud. Confused by the mysterious appearance of the leader for whom she had tirelessly fought, Aveline could not be certain her eyes were not deceived. Her heart, already pounding with the exertion and tumult of battle, managed to beat even faster in her chest. Her fingers wrapped even tighter around the hilt of her bloodied, glowing weapon. This man had charged Aveline with the safety of the kingdom. What was going on here? The knight tore her gaze away from the king to look at Lark and gauge the reactions of her comrades. A severe grimace deepened the lines on Lark's face. Every soldier gawked with a twisted expression of exhaustion and disbelief. Aveline could see that crestfallen thoughts of betrayal already brewed in the minds of those who still stood. The loud cries of the wounded and quiet ministrations of the healers suffused the scene with boiling tension. Lark bade the disquieted soldiers stand guard, and his forceful words shook the men and women from their reverie. With sword still in hand, the knight silently approached the fallen monarch, one slow step at a time. When she drew near, Aveline saw the young man's eyes frantically swiveling beneath closed lids. Unkempt hair lay plastered to a furrowed brow covered in sweat. Shallow, ragged breaths quickly issued forth from his cracked lips. Countless wounds covered his body, and blood seeped through the shreds of his red-stained raiment. Despite her youth, the knight had seen many grisly conflicts and many dying men. But never had she seen one survive so many grievous injuries. Still more curious, Aveline noticed an ornate, glowing symbol of the arcane on the back of Orleans' hand. Its peculiar design called to her, and she reached out to touch it. At that moment, sharp obsidian spikes grew from the floor and darted through the air to stab the knight. Without a word of warning, Lark was beside Aveline. The old strategist grabbed his young charge and thrust her away. The black spears pierced his arm and leg, skewering the spot where the knight had stood but a moment before. Blood flowed from the fresh wounds, but Lark did not scream. Before Aveline could react, a strange voice filled the black abyss of the chamber and shocked all who could hear it. That's quite enough, little one, it said, and Archwizard Exile stepped out of the gloom.
The sorcerer wore a tattered black cloak over a skeletal body covered in glowing symbols. Arms outstretched, eyes blazing, he strolled toward Aveline and her remaining army, as though he were welcoming them to a banquet. The unconscious body of Orléans writhed on the floor between them, while Lark tried in vain to struggle free of the crystal spears. Through narrowed, tired eyes, Lark peered at Ixiel, before turning to Aveline. On your guard, knight. Remember your father, and do what need be done. Reminded again of her awful nightmare, Aveline could not believe the terrible premonition had come to pass. She looked from her oldest friend to her wretched enemy, and tears of frustration welled in her eyes. The old man would have none of it. On your guard, he shouted. The knight leapt back and brought her sword to bear. Ixiel stopped a dozen paces from his pursuers and clapped. Ah, Lark, you old bird. It's been too long. Surprised you made the trip. Brought a new lamb to the slaughter, I see. Ixiel, you must... Lark's violent protests were cut short. With a flick of the sorcerer's wrist, a dozen more obsidian spikes erupted from the floor, piercing the old man's body and silencing him forever. His great shield and baton clattered to the ground. No! Aveline screamed. The army's bubbling anger boiled over and exploded in vociferous rage. Don't cry for him! Ixiel snapped, voice burning with wild admonishment. After a moment, he continued walking forward and spoke with arrogant confidence. That villain. His time was used up. The rest of you, though. Yes, you'll serve nicely. With the goal of her quest in sight, Aveline's palms began to sweat inside her gauntlets. She could hear the rustle of arms and armor as her men made ready to attack the heinous creature before them. All could sense Ixiel's void-born aura even more oppressive than that of the vanquished beast. Somehow, the shadows inside the black cube grew even darker. Look at you, the blue knight. Having played the hero so valiantly, I suspect you almost believe your own legend. These here certainly do. <laughs> Ixiel dismissively gestured toward Aveline's furious comrades. The soldiers grimaced and looked to Aveline for guidance, but anticipating an attack at any moment, the knight stood transfixed, every muscle taut and ready to react. Her jaw ached, her eyes strained. Lark was dead beside her. What could she do? Aveline felt a cold fear creep out from her heart, and she knew she was outmatched. When finally near Orleon, Ixiel stopped and looked down at the broken form. As the archwizard spoke, his voice shifted in the air, then evaporated like smoke. I commend you on disabling my student. But don't fret. Your treasonous king will rise again. <laughs> he laughed. The sound was hollow and stilted. Orleans' eyes opened, and within seconds, the Silent King stood beside his ally. A strange crest on the back of his hand glowed intensely. Ixiel sneered with sarcasm. To have your quest end here, 
in ruin is such a shame. But then, you were never meant to lead. Where is your father? Where is the great knight Roland? I would have loved to see his honorable face now. But it seems he's abandoned you. With little more than that shining trinket and blind faith in this one's empty promises. The wizard cocked his head toward Orleon, who seemed to have regained his composure and abided the insults with downcast eyes. Aveline was astounded at the young king's recovery. Before her eyes, the king's mortal wounds disappeared. Muscle and sinew re-knit itself. Blood evaporated into the air. Only the crimson shreds of his once elegant robes indicated Orleon had suffered any injury in their battle. Aveline grit her teeth, ignored Ixiel, and addressed Orleon directly. My king, on your honor, and for the sake of all those who died for your dream, I bid you speak. The king could not bring his gaze to match that of the knights. She pleaded with him. Please, my lord, my friend. Orleon remained silent and Aveline prepared to attack. Ixiel laughed again and stepped in front of his young pawn, his entire body now emanating dark energy. Young Aveline, I am not without sympathy. You are brave and bold and skilled, a beautiful flower on the field of battle. In honor of your pedigree, I will make you an offer. The sorcerer held the bony claw of his hand out to Abilene. Pledge loyalty to the demon Tyrannus and become the warrior bride of darkness. Do so, and your soldiers shall live. Defy us, little one, and you will all suffer a fate worse than death. The knight brandished her sword and glared at the demon with fury in her eyes. I will never submit, she growled. You think you can win through strength of arms? The truth is, you are alone in the dark powerless, nothing more than a weak, frightened child playing at heroics. Ixiel sneered in seething rage and pointed at Abilene. Humanity is but fuel for the fire that will cast my lord's endless shadow over this land. And you, little one, you will burn brightest of all. The vile sorcerer threw his cloak back over his shoulders. The symbols that adorned his bare body glowed even more brightly than before. Ixiel uttered another hollow laugh, then joined his palms and set to muttering some unintelligible incantation beneath his breath. Orleon stepped back from his master with a horrified look on his face. Ixiel's chants grew more fervent by the second as he filled the air with the otherworldly language of demons. His body was suffused with dark. Looming behind him, a mass of swirling shadow gathered in a titanic form, even larger than the gloom beast of Orleon. Whatever the sorcerer planned, Aveline was certain it would be beyond her army's ability to combat. 
the knight knew the moment to strike was upon her. Aveline crouched low, then launched forward. With all of the speed she could muster, she ran at Ixiel. Her blue cloak flapped and her blade thrust ahead, as straight as her will was resolved. Those soldiers nearest her caught their breath and fell silent in surprise. The knight would spare her people whatever cruel fate the archwizard Ixiel planned, even if victory meant her death. They had come too far to fail now. Aveline thought of Roland and shouted with ferocity as each step brought her closer to her enemy. But history is so rarely written by the righteous. As the knight Aveline moved within striking distance, she pushed her sword forward and focused on her target, determined to strike a single, decisive blow. In a flash, Orleon appeared between her and Ixiel. With no time to stop, the brave knight's blade pierced the king's chest its sharp edge stabbing deep into unprotected flesh and through his back. Horrified, Aveline halted her attack and withdrew to Randall. Blood poured from the grievous wound. A wide grin spread across Ixiel's face as he continued to recite his spell, and his eyes shimmered with a sickening ruby gleam. The traitorous King Orleon gasped, then fell to his knees, clutching his chest. For the second time, he had been cut down, the knight was overwhelmed by disbelief and panic. Her breath evacuated her lungs as a tremor of cold shame shook her body. At the same moment, a wave of screams exploded from outside the cavern, louder and more frantic than any Eveline had ever heard. Mouth agape, the knight spun away from Orleon and Ixiel to assess the situation behind her, but she could not see beyond the gathered soldiers. When Eveline looked to the army she had blindly led here, she saw dread on even the most hardened faces. From the unseen fray, individual voices were extinguished as suddenly as they had been raised. The cries of tormented souls became disturbingly quiet. Aveline commanded her forces to retreat, but it was too late. Any semblance of martial discipline evaporated without Lark's practice leadership. Through the chaotic escape attempts, the knight saw a wall of darkness consuming her friends. Before long, the true terror of the Archwizard's plot was made clear. As Eveline watched, each of her soldiers was consumed by obsidian. Black crystals of shadow grew from the floor and crept upward until the struggling victims were encased. Smooth, soundless blocks glowed where brave warriors had stood but seconds before. This had been a trap all along. Aveline realized the fate of the city's inhabitants and the disastrous fate of humanity should she fail here. She turned back toward Ixiel, intent on slaying the fiend. But before the knight could take a step, her feet were frozen in place by the shadows. Within moments, cold darkness began to spread up her legs. Aveline was aghast. Her enchanted sword slowed the obsidian's progress and destroyed what it could, but the spell was impossible to stop. She desperately searched her memories and experience for an answer, and against all hope she called to the bleeding king at her feet. My king, I beg you, stand and stop this madness! Orleon spat a mouthful of blood, then brought one knee up 
and then the other. Amidst the tempest, he rose with a quiet composure, the symbol on his hand glowing brightly. His tear-filled eyes finally met Aveline's, and he said, I am sorry, my knight. What little hope I had is dead. I thought your sacrifice would mean salvation. But the scourge of Tyrannus is upon us, and I have failed you. I have failed our people. How can men stand against such unbridled power? Behind him, Ixiel was immersed in darkness, cackling in delight. Orleon looked at the sigil on his hand, then back at Aveline. Her grime-covered face was streaked with tears. After a moment's contemplation, the king spoke again. Perhaps there is still a way. Orleon held his hand out to Aveline. The knight clutched it desperately as the obsidian grew around her waist. The blood-covered king closed his eyes and began to speak in the demon's tongue. The symbol on his hand exploded in light and disappeared. Orleon opened his eyes and looked again at the knight. Our hopes go with you. He smiled, then collapsed to the floor like a puppet whose strings had been cut. The king was dead. Aveline had no words. The knight clenched her fist tight around her sword as the black void washed over her. A Night Adrift is written, produced, and narrated by Devin McKernan. Original music provided courtesy of Kai Engel and Chris Zabriskie. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Visit anightadrift.com to join Abilene's journey, follow us on social media, and be notified of new episodes, art, and stories. Thanks for listening.